Welcome back, everyone, to the Gaming Goons Podcast. I'm Joey. Today we have Josh. I am Josh. And we have Luke. I am Luke. We will be talking about Call of Duty today. And if you enjoy our discussion about Call of Duty, please let us know by liking and following our podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, Josh, you want to take the lead on the subject? Oh, boy, would I. What's that reference from? I don't know. Oh, boy, would I? was thinking regular show, but I don't think that's right. I don't know. I, I could I could have sworn it's from I something. I, we're just talking about COD, so all Anyways, I can think of is we're talking about failed. We'll get him next time. So, basically, COD's been around for a while, if you guys haven't noticed. A while. Uh, actually, this is the 20th anniversary for COD. The first COD came out in 2003. Really? Yeah, first Call of Duty. It was just called Call of Duty. Fine enough. That's surprising. Wow. Came out in 2003, nothing too special about it, uh, but it was a fun FPS nonetheless that got yeah. the franchise started. Uh, sold 4.5 million copies and was not on console at the time. Very first COD. Okay. Then... We get the second Call of Duty. Which Call again, of Duty 2. Call of Duty 2. Right. Just called Call of Duty 2. Oh, okay. Wasn't that big. Again, just a sequel to it. Uh, I think it only had a campaign. In mul the multiplayer was very underdeveloped. Mm -hmm. Came out in 2005. Um, then it came out for console. That's when Call of Duty started coming out on console. Yeah. 5.9 million copies. Ooh. You know, the same thing happened COD 3. A little bit of an upscale. What about, what about nothing crazy? What about COD 2, the big red? What was it? The big red? It's called the big red one. I the big it's red two one. Or three. That's what it's called. Big like, it's red like Call of Duty 2, the big the red The big red one. one, yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. I don't remember if I'll it's look two it up. or three. Like, I thought it was just. Titles. Oh. I thought it was just. I thought Call the first. Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. I thought Modern Warfare was the first title for a COD game. No, it's Call of Duty 2, the big red one. It was released in November of 2005. Yeah. Um, in North hmm. America, eight out of ten so score on IGN. Right at the time, two thousand five, you were three. Yeah, I would have been three. Yeah. So the franchise is almost as old as I am. Yeah, pretty I was much. Gonna say you're, I was it's gonna a say year. It's a year younger than me, which is kind of cool. I really want to say you're a baby, but I'm literally one year old. I, <laughs> I know I'm it's kind of older in terms of the grand scheme of things. So, so basically, COD one, two, and three didn't really do anything too special. It wasn't until Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare where the game franchise as a whole took off and really helped multiplayer modes as a whole in the future. Joey, you were like 35 when that came out, right? So, like, go ahead. Joey's a grandpa. Well, I actually don't remember playing too much of the original Modern Warfare. I remember mm. going to one of my buddies. His name was, we'll call him Philip. Uh, I used to go over there all the time. We used to always play games together, and he would always have the newest Call of Duty. He'd say, hey, you got you got to come and try this. Come and mm. see it. I think I was, like, in third or fourth grade at the time. Maybe even Whew. second. Start just, them early. Just, you know, just different games. You yeah, can yeah, bounce yeah. off of each That's other. That's pretty fun. And we were playing Call of Duty. I'm like, wow, this is the coolest thing ever. I can't wait to get an Xbox Interesting, yeah. So it was around It was around that time. I, I was yeah. definitely in grade school, though. I played a lot of the remaster and never played a lot of the original, but I have played a little bit. But Modern Warfare 4 was a very... Very popular modern, game. Modern Warfare 4? Modern Warfare. Did I say 4? Well, COD 4, yeah. I, we know you. I don't think... Did I say... You said I don't, Modern Warfare 4. Okay, so Modern <laughs> Warfare 4. It was developed by Infinity Ward, and yeah. before we start talking about Infinity Ward, there are three different um, developers who develop the games that kind of go back and forth every year so that they can release more games. They're Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer. So... Sledgehammer sucks. It... Oh, don't even get me started. Anyways, COD 4. One of the biggest games 
of all time, really, arguably, um, sold 15.7 million copies, doubling the size of the previous title. So that's already insane. But do you guys have any thoughts about why it really took off? Do you guys remember much of it? The campaign campaign was amazing. And then you follow that up with multiplayer. Wonderful. I I think the biggest thing was the multiplayer. The, The graphic design, the multiplayer, the simplistic weapons, and just... I, number one multiplayer because this so, was the uh, i would also agree with multiplayer but i want to hear your point on the campaign this was the first game released on xbox 360 right um not for call of duty the first one would have been cod 2 on 360 yes really mm-hmm. huh okay interesting um so with this this one was revolution it was the first one with um Wow, I'm trying to think what was new in this one. This was I think I think the multiplayer was really the staple of the game yeah, and how they sure. did Kill 6v6. Streaks. Kill Streaks was new. yeah. Kill Streaks um, wasn't it. There's also one of the most fan favorite um maps shipment came from that. <laughs> yep. Which I, I do agree oh, with the campaign though. The can okay, so the campaign it, nowadays they create Call of Duty games and for some reason no one cares about the campaign. I don't understand why, because the campaign for a long time. I can time tell you why. Great, it's it's a great starting point for every single time you play the game. I can tell you why it wasn't though. Go for it. It wasn't the main feature of the game. It was a side mode. Every single Call of Duty, the developers never put all the effort into the campaign. It was always in the multiplayer. I disagree. Why? Black Ops One. Yeah, I mean they all had. Good campaigns. There, there was no, no, nothing no, no, no. special. Let's let's yeah. let's not get. They're all war campaigns. They were I, not. Yeah. They were not all good campaigns. All right. We oh no, we I didn't can't I, make no, that. Point. Not all good. Not all good. <laughs> I think that there was an era where, like a five to six year span, when the campaigns and creativity in them were there and were really good. I think it started to phase out just before Modern Warfare Three. The campaign started to drop off. Black in Ops. Black Ops Two is the last really good campaign. Or wait, was Ghost, Ghost after, was really was Ghost good after Black Ops Two? Yeah, I, Ghost I, came out in 2013. Ghost oh, is the go. one when you get to control a dog, right? Or you send commands mm-hmm. to it? Yes, it yep. yes. So yeah. I think, I think Modern Warfare Two was the pinnacle of campaigns for the Call mm. of Duty series. Modern Warfare Two, or at least the rising action of it. Black Ops One, though, man. I think Black Ops Two is the best campaign. You're wrong. Black right. Ops 2 campaign isn't very memorable for me. None of them are very memorable. I think the uh, most, when you're playing Modern Warfare and wow. you're up in Pripyat, Ukraine with a bolt action rifle and somebody's spotting for you and you shoot somebody's arm off, don't tell me that's not memorable. I don't think it's memorable. You don't think Gilly it, in the all gillied up Modern gillied Warfare up, 2. That was a good one. Back in Ukraine. That was a good one. Yeah. But I don't think about it at all ever Not that was the first time i thought about in the last like 10 years you never think about like storming through the gulag to get captain price in mw2 nope the, the snowmobile mission in what do you remember from call of duty campaigns like nothing they don't stand the out to me they don't yeah. they don't stand See? out to me Reznov? it's the numbers like there are components of the campaigns that do stick out but not like enough for me to be like that was a 10 out of 10 campaign yeah. because when i see a story None of the stories of the campaigns do it for me. Okay, I need I need okay. a reference point. What is a ten out of ten campaign for you? Ten out of ten campaign is The Last of Us, easily. So, what is your favorite campaign of the Call of Duty series that's memorable for you? Memorable wise, uh, 
either ghosts or infinite warfare and i only say infinite okay. warfare because it did something completely different that the genre never saw hmm. and i know infinite warfare and the stigma around the jetpacks of course everyone does but what they did with the campaign was just phenomenal and the story around it was great and i thought it was just different from all the other ones so i'm gonna say right off the bat here that i have played maybe 30 to 40 percent of all the call of duty campaigns there's mm -hmm. a lot there's what 19 20 games since it's been out for 20 years yeah but some of them didn't even release with campaigns so i remember i think i played a little bit of the big red one of call of duty 2 yeah i remember playing three i played four or call of duty modern warfare one yeah um black ops one modern warfare two world at war and, and after that i, I yes world of war was a that was really a good one. Really that was good a one. really was a good, good campaign yeah um and so on and so forth but mm -hmm. I, I haven't played them all so i can't judge all of them i can only judge the ones that i played i think from... an, another reason why i didn't like a lot of the campaigns was because that kind of battlefield-esque war story was very oversaturated and okay. they all, all right. don't really bring enough out of the story for me to like enough for me to um, keep playing it. The characters were cool, they were fun, but I was never like, man, I would play this again and again and again. Interesting. I had that with Modern Warfare 2 mm -hmm. and Black Ops 1. Those are the only two that I was like, I'll play this campaign again someday. Um, yeah. The first Modern Warfare... Well, Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3 blend the story together over three games. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a wonderful arc. Three's easily the weakest of the three, but... Um, it's still solid. Black Ops 1 and 2 do a nice job of threading the story together, and then Black Ops 3 was just... I don't know what happened there. It was a dumpster fire. But I have played... I'm trying to think. I played the campaigns. Everything from COD 4 all the way through MW3 and then Ghosts. So Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3, Black Ops 1 and 2, World at War, and Ghosts. I've played all of those campaigns. So everything after... I took a hiatus until Modern Warfare 2019 came out. I played that, Cold War, and the new MW2. So, a question I just kind of like popped in my head. Have you ever bought a Call of Duty solely because of the campaign? Back in the... I haven't, no. I don't so, think I either. I'm not like trying to disprove your point you on why that. I think... Why Call of Duty is mainly a multiplayer game. Mm -hmm. But... I'm thinking if the campaigns were that good and stood out that much, okay. I feel like the campaign would be a main reason why people bought the game. And it probably is for some people. I don't think it's not. But when people buy a COD, a COD game, I would say most people are thinking of the multiplayer first. And they're like, I want to play with my friends. I want to play these modes. I want to have fun progressing up in the level system. Not much of the campaign. And when I think of the later CODs, like you said, Black Ops 3... Mm -hmm. Not good. Zombies. Was Black a Ops campaign. Four. Yeah, Black Ops Four didn't even have a campaign. They didn't even put resources into that. Um, yeah, I mean the newer CODs, I think, have slowly gone down a hill of the campaign's just not being good. Do you think the campaign's garbage now? Let's just put it out there. Do you well, think, I, I do wouldn't you think say garbage. I think Call of Duty now buns. Do you think? Do you think there. that the new MW Two campaign's bad? I played it some of it um unfortunately my computer would crash a lot playing call of duty the oh one, really so that ruined the experience for me that's but I, brutal. I, yeah. I take that on my end as a hardware issue yeah. but um 
like I said, I kind of think there was a pinnacle of campaign. I, I think that was around Modern Warfare 2. And I would agree with that. One. Like, I agree. I would agree with that. Wild. Yeah. All three of them. Did I buy for the campaign? No. But uh, I definitely bought for multiplayer to have that competitiveness with your friends, mm -hmm. for sure. I think that's what everybody longs. But for sure. I also think they don't understand what we long for, so they're reinventing the wheel mm -hmm. every single time. So the multiplayer feels really similar every time. So like, why, do, why would I want to buy the same game every single year? I do want to get to that point, but before we get to that, I want to... Um... So I want to lay out what there is in COD. We've got campaign, yeah. multiplayer, and then I would say pretty recently zombies came along. And Well, not recently. It came out in 2008 or something like that. So it's been around for a while. Yeah. We've got... Uh, I don't want to... Spec Ops. we got Spec yeah. Ops. Yeah. I don't want to consider Warzone a side mode because I would consider that a f technical full game now. Um, yeah. well, you could, so you we've got four modes. Blackout from... That's true. Four. That was a side mode. Yep. Um, so now, so since we've established campaign, let's go into the direction of, let's do zombies first and do multiplayer next because multiplayer is a lot we could talk about. I am gonna, I am gonna put a veto on going too in depth in zombies. because okay. we're gonna save that for a Halloween episode. I, let's, I agree with. Let's that. scratch the surface of it then. We definitely yeah. should because we'll, it's a massive thing. We'll should. briefly cover zombies, but. Yeah, that's that's. We could a, talk about it for fourteen days. Straight. That's a, I, that's I could a talk. If, I've now. put like five hundred hours into Zombies Alone. That, that's more like than a, that. What I do like about it, on a really top level, it feels like its own game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and I think they could really expand upon it, like for sure. Really do a lot with zombies. It makes me really upset of what they've done to zombies in the past two years, three years. Um, but we'll start at the beginning of where it came from. And for those who don't know, um, Zombies was not even a side mode when it first came out well it was but when it first came out it was a little gimmick at the end of the campaign when you beat the campaign you would unlock the first map nocturne toten and you'd be able to play and it was a little survival everyone was like whoa what the heck at the end of the campaign zombies are chasing me what is this it was nobody's ever seen that before especially in the cod series and then every dlc that came out they released new maps new zombie types and they kept expanding and people were loving it and I think a main reason why it exploded the way it did was because of Left 4 Dead at the time. Oh. That was something that was rising, and uh, some people wanted new survival-esque zombie wave levels, I guess yeah. they would say. I guess there wasn't too much competition for the console side of zombies. But for PC, mm, Left 4 Dead true. was there. Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of what was available, because Left 4 Dead 2 and Left 4 Dead 1 both came out on console. You had uh, Dead Island around that time, Dead Rising, one, two, mm. and three were around then. Yeah. And then outside of that, those were really the only mainstream zombie games. Yeah, there weren't a lot. I I mean, I would consider Plants vs. Zombies was a big one at the time on yeah, mobile. Right. Well, um, that came out a little bit later, though, I think. Did it? I wasn't sure. Maybe, I got it. Maybe 2010? Oh, you know what? It might... Maybe 2009. So when Zombies first came out in World at War, it wasn't that big. Because right. it didn't release with the side mode first, like, with the game. It wasn't until Black Ops 1 came out where the side mode Zombies was released on base game. Plants vs. Zombies was first released on May 5th of November of 2009. 2009. So, yeah, I mean, it was around that time. Because I think Modern Warfare 2 was 2008. So I was going to say 7. So, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that sounds so, right. Because then mm-hmm. Garden Warfare would have came out like three or four years. Garden ago. Warfare. Yeah, Garden. Dude, that was. Wow. Oh my gosh. Memory. Oh, I love that, that game. Shut down now, by the way. Yeah. Warfare That's unfortunate. Very sad. Not sad. not a great game, but very very memorable. Oh, very I thought memorable. it was a great game. I mean, it was good, but like, I put a lot of the time into that. And player base wasn't there. Back to Call of Duty. It was so much fun. Uh, yeah, back to Call of Duty. <laughs> back to Call of Duty. I. What's your so? What's your guys' favorite multiplayer experience? Are we gonna go into multiplayer? Or are we gonna stick with zombies? Well, because okay, I still have so what's uh, not the, so what's much the zombies tangent for a little bit longer. Okay, that's okay, fine. that's fine. We get to multiplayer. Okay, so. Oh, there's so many directions I could go with it. We'll just say that there is zombies in World at War, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, and then Infinity War started to take a little bit from that with um, Infinite Warfare. Uh, Sledgehammer took it with Advanced Warfare and Vanguard and also... Vanguard had zombies? Worst zombies, though. Worst zombies experience. Noted. Um, And also World War II had zombies. So it was definitely a full-fletched out mode that I mean, each game skipped, had you also didn't you didn't mention black ops 3 or 4 did i not wow you just said black ops 1 or 2 yeah. black ops i mean there is every call of duty game has zombies besides like a few ghosts had extinction yeah. they tried to do like their own kind Alien. of twist on it which some people like but i didn't like it was not very fleshed out but modern warfare 3 had survival mode yeah modern that warfare 3 had survival that was pretty yeah. cool that was kind of like the third mode at the time I before like zombies came out. It was zombies kind of replaced that. Yeah, yeah, I would I say agree. that was uh, they had survival mode and spec ops, so it was kind of but like survival a, was really good. It was. I loved survival. I mean, it's practically just zombies, but they're shooting at you. Yeah, that's I mean, true. It became really repetitive, though. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. You get your kill streaks, yeah. then you win. I mean, what I liked about zombies is it was repetitive, but it wasn't that repetitive at the time. Oh, you could man. get like different equipment. The wonder weapons added this unique feel to it. It Easter was eggs. new maps instead of multiplayer maps based on survival. Easter eggs, and then a whole story added to it, which got massive and added a lot of layers to that. Um, and then you have yeah. you also have the community. The community, community came up great. with so many challenges. Yeah, that aren't like they weren't you know sanctioned by the game, but like if you wanted to do a, a reverse rainbow, um, the perks. Yeah, reverse rainbow perk challenge, or just a rainbow perk challenge, or a no juggernaut, no quick revive. Uh, there's first room challenges. There's all sorts of stuff, and that just kind of evolved with the game, and the community just kept coming up with new stuff to try to expand and make it more fun adding replay value and i also want to touch on the like back in the day they had paid dlc you'd buy the season pass for 60 bucks and you would get you know four map packs for like modern warfare 1 or modern warfare 2 and each map pack would have four and the reason that those sold a lot better for the black ops games were because of zombies maps yeah. Because if you just if you played zombies and that's true, if you just had Black Ops One and all you had was knocked or not knocked, uh, Kino Dertoten and five, mm. you didn't get the full experience. Yeah, I would definitely that's agree true. with that. Um, especially in Black Ops Three, Black Ops Three I think was my most played Call of Duty. So it's zombies, the best zombies. Yeah, I think it's the best zombies, and I definitely would have bought the DLCs. Um, for the multiplayer maps eventually, but I would say that the zombie maps were definitely the reason why I bought them. Yeah. And even when you bought the season pass for Black Ops 3, you would get Doris Remaster the Giant, mm-hmm. yeah. and they put that in there as well. So that was just an, a cool feature. And then they did Zombie Chronicles. The best DLC drop I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely phenomenal. 
Um, and I don't want to go too much into zombies because we'll save it for another episode, but I would like to know what your guys' favorite map is. Ooh. Joey, go first. Um, Dereze and Ascension. Very good picks. And I think my runner-up is probably... Um, the World of War maps were pretty cool. I never played Shangri-La. I've always wanted to. I'm kind of going off the wall right yeah, now. Like, yeah, Black Ops 1, you know, Shangri-La. It's just such a memorable experience yeah. like, being with your friends and, and just killing so many zombies. But and Ascension you... was one of my favorites because that was like when they really first started getting into Easter eggs. Yeah. You know, so I'll say Ascension is my number one. And you never really got into the newer CODs Not for zombies. Really, no. So no. I would say this is like old school. Maybe the last one you played was Black Ops 2 for zombies. Maybe I, some of three. Like that. But yeah. none of the DLC maps from the newer games you'd really know. Would that be fair to say? That's fair. Okay. That's fair to say. But those are good picks yeah. because those are some. Oh. I love zombies. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Especially Man's... like the older like World War. Doris is so much fun. Like when you camp on the catwalk yep, and then yep. shoot. I remember us playing Black yeah, Ops Three, playing the giant, and we were like, "All right, we're gonna try to get this gun this time and see how long we can go, and then this gun this time, and see how long we can go." Yeah. A lot of fun. Luke, what are you? What's your favorite map? Uh, man, uh, the Rise and Jock. Man, so Black Ops good. 3, first DLC map. Uh, the bow's wonderful. Oh, okay. Yeah, Adds yeah. so much of a good game mechanic. Uh, I think they refined the good things about the staffs from Origins and made it into the bows. Um, learning how to, you know, upgrade the bows was one of my favorite things to do for a while. It Mr. Waffle Waffle's here. Hi, guys. I have, like, PTSD from those now. PTSD? Because <laughs> I would listen to it so much. It's, no, like, I ingrained got, in yeah, my head. I got the happy memories from that. I mean, I think it's just because I played so much. I Except just... for the firebow. The firebow fire sucks. The first step of the firebow is so annoying. I would say Durisendrac uh, was my favorite for a long time, but I have to say Origins is my favorite. That's fair. Because That's of how much fair. content is mm -hmm. within the map itself. Um, yeah. That's all I'll say with that. I could keep going. I could talk about zombies for like eight hours and straight. And we will. And we, we will. will. Yeah, we, we will. will. We'll, we'll, probably, we'll live stream. We'll live stream the zombies episode. That's a good idea. Yeah. We'll I, live stream I just it. I put it out it. there that Josh made a YouTube video several years ago about like the top five or top ten best zombies. Map. It was the top five easiest Easter eggs in Black Ops 3 Zombies. And it got 103,000 views uh, for no reason. It was a terrible video. And it got a ton yeah. of views. I he check it daily. He lost his account. And I he lost does my not have we access to the account. I'm we'll so sad about that. Yeah, but I don't even know why that video popped off. I it, it was trash. People in the comments were still like, oh, "We want to see more. We want to see more of this." I was like, "I don't have my account anymore. I can't do yeah. it." You in the I was so of the video, sad. You're like, "Can we get this video at three likes?" It's please? like three likes, and, and it now has like 1.8k. It's likes. it's actually like insane. Three likes. That's. Dude, I can't believe this is such good content. You asked for three likes. They each person gave you three likes. Basically. I know. So. Yeah, that was that's like the staple in my life. I will tell my children that. Yeah, like, I'll tell yo. my children that my brother did. That. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was just so cool. Well, moving on from zombies, we can go into multiplayer because this is like the meat of mm -hmm. what yeah. we can talk about. Um, and I would say that Modern Warfare, uh, the first Modern Warfare COD Four, because that's gonna be confusing yeah. with all of them. Uh, that was what really elevated the franchise. From 100%. here on out, from here on out, we'll refer to COD Four as COD, COD 4. Four. Yeah, I think, and then be the Modern Warfare will be the 2019 Modern that's Warfare. Fine. I usually just say Modern Warfare 2019, but I'll do that. I'm, it's just so ingrained in my mind to do 2019. You, can, you, can say that sounds you guys know just, what I'm for clarity's about. sake. Yeah. I just want to, yeah, preface that. There's a so. lot of cons. I just uh, want to put it out there on the table before we go anywhere else that 
the Call of Duty brand could do a lot more than just video games. I'm just gonna put it out there. Oh, like yeah. I think they're focused on video games too much. They could do so much merch. They could. The, I'm just gonna throw it out there. And they the do. Thing. They do to some extent. But not to what you think yeah. they should be doing. All I'm saying, the amount of money they would make if they just made a brand line of airsoft gear sponsored. Oh by my Kong. gosh, that's, that's a great idea. It would be ridiculous. That's because insane. Because people spend so much. For anyone who doesn't know what airsoft is, it's basically uh, it's a military simulation game where you you know get. Uh, firearms that look like real ones except they have the orange tip on the front and you fire plastic BBs at one another and you, you play games like Team Deathmatch or uh, yeah. it's like, like paintball or yeah. BB gun kind of thing Yeah, I would even say they could do nerf guns now sadly because of yeah. how young the player oh, base yeah. is getting a six year olds like I don't streaming. really like but uh, well yeah there is that community side but there is I don't that. want to get too far off Luke you want to continue your point yeah yeah um, I, the merchandising, the way they could expand their brand is, it, it seems like a simple formula to me. Like, f- identify the people that will buy your stuff and go with it. And the people that will buy Call of Duty's merchandise and their stuff are airsofters. Yeah, that's true. If you put if you put Call of Duty on a bottle of BBs, it, it'll sell out. It'll be like the flamethrowers from, from Elon <laughs> Musk. It'll sell out in 30 seconds. That's actually true. I can't even disagree with that. And, and you could put an exorbitant price point on it, too. You could you charge could. like you could charge like you could charge the price of a full COD game for like a bottle of twenty BBs, and they'll and people will be like, oh, "Those are the new Call of Duty BBs! Oh my gosh!" It weighs eight point nine milligrams. They would get into the specs of it. They would. They would. They so would be like, if you guys want, <laughs> we introduced the armory system, so you guys can customize they could get, your BBs. Put like, the plates in from Warzone yeah. and oh stuff. Oh my gosh! I actually hate that now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> We'd all buy it on accident. But yeah, the merch and all of that is a really good idea to expand their brand. Um, I can just see dudes slide canceling in real life. <laughs> Luke, I hate that you just said that. Like, it makes me so angry. Sick to the bone. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, COD 4 revolutionized multiplayer for COD. For sure. Um, What do you guys think would be the next game that really built upon that? In multiplayer? I think World of War reinforced it. And Mm -hmm. I think the Modern Warfare 2, the original Modern Warfare 2, just Mm -hmm. set multiplayer free. Yeah. I'd agree so with I that. I think it really built up like solid original Modern Warfare, great World at War mm-hmm. multiplayer. They actually had tanks in some levels, if you guys remember That's that. That's right. In World at War? Yeah. They were, they kind yeah. Of tested a I remember of that. Because so that was like, kind of the testing ground. of Ground War. Yeah. That yeah. mode. Basically. Which, for those who don't know, mul- the main multiplayer modes were 6v6. Yep. But then they started to get a little bigger with 12v12? Or was it 9v9? They started Not to get there. a little bit bigger. And their scaling of the yeah this was this was size. before the time of Battlefield Four where you could have sixty four person teams. Um, bad how how bad what was Company bad company? It was probably sixteen v sixteen. That was probably the biggest. But yeah, what you're saying, sixty four and thirty two. That I, was big. We actually talked about this on a prior episode briefly because when Battlefield Four came out, Joey, you had it on Xbox One. I had it on three sixty. And a 64-player lobby was the biggest I could have. And you could have a 128-player lobby yeah. on the new gen. That's so, true. Before, But before that, you like you can only have so many people on a server. There yeah. was limitations. Especially for COD and the map size. Yeah, the that's kind of what they wanted to do. It was the issue. The hardware and yeah. the internet were really the issue. That's true. So, But um, I think the... 
I think the best... No, not the best. The most revolutionary thing they did after, you know, Modern Warfare, or COD 4, um, was probably not until Black Ops 3 when they used the advanced movement. Because, like, everything followed the same game script. Sure, there were additions of, you know, different guns, you know, the slide versus the dolphin dive versus the... Movement. Just, yeah, movement. There was a little bit there, but nothing really changed drastically until you hit Black Ops 3 where you could wall run and you could use your jetpack and you could speed slide. So I really do want to talk about that, but um, I want to talk about the peak of COD first mm -hmm. um, because I consider the jetpack era to kind of be the downfall yeah, of COD. I agree. Um, but the peak of COD, in my opinion, was 2011 and 2012 because 2011 released Modern Warfare 3, and it was following Modern Warfare 2, and it sold like 25 million copies, I think. Yeah. And then Black Ops 2 was the best-selling COD um, with 31 million, I think. Yeah, 31 million. Wow. Which Black it, Ops 2? Black Ops 2. Um, I, I think Black Ops 2 was one of the best multiplayer, but then after Black Ops 2, it went downhill. Because then what released after Black Ops 2 was Ghosts. And for multiplayer, That's Call of Duty Ghosts was, uh, was very, they tried to do some very different things, and a lot of people did not like it. A lot it. of integrated weapon systems. All I'm going to say is the Honey Badger was a wonderful gun. Honey Badger was the best part about Call of Duty Ghosts. Well, that was one of the Ghost. parts that they, people enjoyed about that system yeah. that they had. You know? But um, that, that gun to me, is the UMP silence was better. Really? Okay. Yeah, 100 percent, hundred million thousand choice. times. The UFP silence is always better. FMJ, I'll take that to my grave. Oh, I don't know. I you, kind of agree with Luke. I like used the to honey clap badger. So many bugs with that <laughs> UMP, dude. You don't even know. No. Okay. Wasn't there a Kimbo UMP in Modern yes. Warfare Two? Kimbo SMGs, yeah. you could do that. That was that funny. was rough. The Aki no, the Akimbo model nineteen eighty four. So since we're talking about it, what are your favorite guns? Oh Ooh. gosh. From the whole from the whole series, whole the franchise. Let's just say Modern Warfare Two to start out. The okay. original Modern Warfare Two. I have mine. Do it. Well, Luke, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I have two. My, my favorite gun in Modern Warfare Two was easily the Tar. Okay. Oh, that's a that's good great one. one. I love the Tar. Interesting choice. That and then the M4A ones, the backup. Do you like the Tar because the damage profile? No, I just like the way it, I like the way it fired. The recoil was I mean the recoil is like non existent in that game for any any gun, but actually true. I love the yeah. iron sights and one of the things with those older games is you didn't have the capability to put thirty six attachments on your guns. So when I could utilize my attachments with something other than a sight, I really got happy about it. Yeah. And that's what I liked about the tar and the M four A one because I love the iron sights for the two. Yeah. My two favorite, uh I can't pick one, which is my favorite, is the Intervention and the ACR. The ACR is really ACR's, good. Yep, Two of my yep. favorite guns. I started to really love getting into quickscoping uh, yeah. like later into the game. Yeah. Uh, so I went yeah. back to Modern Warfare 2, and I was like, wow, Intervention is fun to play with. 1v1 yes. me, bro. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good question because there's a lot of weapons that yeah. could be a favorite. So ACR and Intervention. You said, what did you say again, Luke? The Tar 21 and the M4A1. I'm a M4A1. big assault rifle guy. Me too. I am not huge on SMGs or snipers. Fair enough. Matter. So, for me, I really like the WA-2000 for Modern Warfare 2. The Ooh, Wazoo. Really? I don't think it's my favorite, but it's my honorable mention. 
But I killed I like a that. lot of people with that. It was a really good platform. <laughs> that was Wazoo. a really good gun. The UMP is up there for sure. <laughs> I don't think it was my favorite. I okay. think my re- I think my favorite was the Akimbo 1887 dual shotgun. Oh my gosh, that was crap. It's just fun. That was okay. That was fun for you and nobody else because <laughs> it was just it made us angry. It was. Well, you, it, I could say Spaz 12. That thing was a sniper, you know. <laughs> that the shotguns in that game crazy. were death incarnate. The fact yeah. that they were sidearms. Yeah. They weren't primary I weapons. About they were that. secondaries. That's and, that's nuts. You just you can just run around with an AA twelve. You have a full so auto mad. shotgun shooting twelve yeah. gauge buckshot, and you're just peppering dudes left to right. Like yeah, that's kind of when they stopped having <sighs> shotguns as a as a secondary though. It became yeah. a primary because it was such a powerful platform. Because yeah, cause it did had... go back to shotguns and secondaries in Black Ops Four. That was the yeah. only game that ever did it afterwards. Wow. Which was another decision on why Black Ops Man, wasn't great. I forgot yeah. how much of a sniper the Spaz 12 was. Jeez, Back to um, Ghosts. I kind of want to point out why Ghosts wasn't ghosts. that good. Um, I would like to say that they made a lot of gameplay choices that weren't very good in the direction okay. of score streaks and kill streaks. Um, the UI was just very unfriendly and was not very great. Uh, map changes were pretty terrible. They were very mixed up, not very good max maps. There's this one map that was called Stonehaven. I don't know if you guys remember it, but it was like a ground war map, but for six v six, and you couldn't find anyone. It was a terrible map design. Oh, darn, terrible. That's like, that's like derail in MW two. I like derail though. It was so big. Yeah, it was. It was very big. Like those are good I, for custom games. Those are fun, but like, dude, I would play Search, and then I'd be like, oh god, it's derail. We need to skip, 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 because this yeah. game's gonna last three hours. I don't think I remember derail that much. It's it's a, a, maybe I do. It's a snow map. Oh yeah, I know up, what it, it is came now. Came up very rarely in matchmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, quick side note: What are you guys' thoughts on the like vote for map systems? It worked well, and I can't believe they got rid of it. Too. It worked great. It worked good in that game. Some games it doesn't work very good. Yeah, I think the reason why it doesn't work very well is because people don't like that there's a set thing that you have to follow. People like that option to choose this map, this map, or random. If you don't like those two maps, you can vote for random. Yeah, like I don't understand why we can't do that and have right. that choice. Fair. Like yeah. on Modern Warfare 2019, we all hate the map Piccadilly. Why do we want to play that map? We no one why, does. Why did they make that, that map? map? I don't know. I remember it just because I hate it. People say that's the map. worst map to ever be created in COD, and I, I don't know if I disagree or agree, but I, I'm kind of leaning towards the agree. I think I agree. I think it's I agree. Bad. What's your favorite? Uh, I keep talking about Modern Warfare Two, but for me, that's like the pinnacle. Yeah, so, I mean, it's understandable. What's your favorite Modern Warfare Two map? Original Modern Warfare Two. I think I might just have to go with Rust. I love Rust. Terminal. I was gonna say oh, terminal. Man, I forgot about terminal. How did Rust, I not? Terminal. Afghan. I like really Afghan. Ooh, I like um, Favela. I don't know. Favela is good. Is that that's the, like, the, the one with the plane map, right? With the plane in the middle. Yeah. And people mm-hmm. would always snipe on. That the one was good. I love that. That was good. There's yeah. so many clips of that. Um, what else was, was in there? I, can't I wasn't remember a big a fan of Kakari. I think we hit the most memorable ones. Yeah, those are definitely the best ones. I would say they there's, got remastered the most, at least. There's one more that I'm forgetting, and I'm gonna kick myself. Hang to on. To be fair, that's really the only Call of Duty that I really remember the maps for. Yeah, I don't really, I don't know. If you say, "Hey, what's your favorite Black Ops One or Black Ops Two map?" I could kind of give you like a like a graphical picture for you to reference, but I don't know the name of it or what it yeah. looks like really. Black Ops Two, I would say, was the. I actually, no, I'd say Modern Warfare Three was the COD that I really started to get into the series with because obviously i was a bit younger at the time so i couldn't 
fully get into uh, the franchise. Black Ops, or I mean, Modern Warfare 3 was definitely the first one where I started to really get into the series and started Sub playing base. it. Sub base. Was oh, a great I know. Map. Is that a snowy one with the submarine? Yeah. Yeah, that, I know, yeah. that was a great I map. I remember that. It's kind of... Um, and the scrapyard. It was good. Ooh, scrapyard. Scrapyard was good. great. What, oh, oh my gosh. What's the, the one with the house in the... Um, the autumn forest. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, estate. 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 Yeah. That was yeah, a good yeah, one. That was a good one. ACR was good on that map. That one was really good on dude, that. Dude. Dude. That was That's remastered real. too. That was a good map. Yeah. High Rise. How can High we rise forget is, about oh, Teddy Bear Land? Oh my gosh. The so flow good. of the maps, like the lanes they had. Yeah. Like left, yeah. mid, you know, right. They were all really good. Like yeah. a lot of the newer Call of Duty's like all over the place. Um, Black Ops 2, I think, was one of the only games that only had three lane maps and i think three lane maps work extremely well in cod and they have been until they stopped releasing them in the newer cods and then fan bases wanted three plane or three yeah. lane maps yeah man that's the but i i think terminal's my favorite high rise and scrapyard are both really good too wasteland's another good one Ooh, Very wasteland, good. yeah. That, that was, was that was you interesting because people from across the map at spawn. Yes, you could. Noob tubes a grenade launcher for anyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's sorry. true. A lot sorry, of people guys. won't even know that. That's yeah. crazy. It's a it's a grenade launcher. It's an M two O three grenade launcher. You could equip it on the M four A one. It's most common, but you could yeah. put it on any platform in the game. There the, were no yeah. Russian variants of it. It was all M two O three. No, they're GP twenty five. GP twenty five for the uh, AK. Yeah, that's the. So. I kind of want to talk about the downfall of COD. Downfall and we start, I mean, we started with Ghosts a little bit. Um, but I'd say the real downfall of COD was Advanced Warfare in 2014. Press F to pay respects, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, hey, say less. Press. I never really played it. <laughs> no, I did play it. Less. I played it like once or twice. I played it a little bit. Um, it was... So, the biggest thing was the movement. They added jetpacks. And yeah. the thing about Advanced Warfare was it wasn't balanced at the time. It was like you could boost literally anywhere and it's just a bunch of flying wasps everywhere <laughs> they added supply drops which oh. was it's i mean it's still very controversial in the cod space sure. is that a loot crate system yeah, yeah. pretty much supply drops For skins cosmetics only cosmetics or? uh no there were guns in it too which oh, made yeah. it oh, no. technically yeah. pay, pay to win. win yeah so that's when it started to get really big around okay. cod um but those two things i would say are the biggest things that changed cod uh for the worse or for the better. In my opinion, the jetpacks worked very well in Black Ops 3 and Infinite yeah. Warfare because they had a little meter that mm -hmm. could show how much you actually could use that and then it would have to recharge. You did it worked really limit. well in Black Ops 3 and Infinite Warfare. I Yeah, when it comes to the enhanced movement games, I think that Black Ops 3 is the only one that I really ever enjoyed playing with that movement system. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think Black Ops 3 is my favorite COD. I It's up there for me. I... Um, love black ops 3. because of zombies or because of multiplayer both yes i was just multiplayer i would still think it is my favorite cod black ops 3 really yeah. good i had a lot of fun the movement i think was perfected and the thing about cod is that everybody was asking for a change and then they got that change with the movement and they were like oh wait i want to go back i don't want mm -hmm. this anymore because they don't <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like a lot of players don't like change when it comes to their favorite franchise which is understandable the but thing, it worked well the thing i don't like about the loadouts is my is my least favorite attribute of uh, Black Ops Three. Really, I don't like like because you can have up to like ten specific selections. Oh, so okay, you don't like that. I don't like that when you when you're in Modern Warfare Two, 
you have a tactical, you have a lethal, you have a sidearm, you mm -hmm. have a primary, you have three perks, a death streak, and a set of kill streaks. That is the formula, and I think every class should have all of those things. And I don't think you should be able to be like, oh, I don't need a, I don't need a flash grenade mm -hmm. because I'm gonna put the fifteenth attachment onto my primary. So yeah, I, don't like I like I like that system as well. I like how primitive and simple it was. Um, I disagree, only because in Black Ops Three, it, it, it even started in Black Ops Two where yeah. you could do that. Um, it changed out the playstyle so people weren't having to rely on these certain tacticals or lethals. They could do whatever they wanted, and if they wanted to focus on their primary weapon and not have these other things that could help you, you could do that. But you could only have five attachments. You couldn't have, like, a ton. It was very balanced. Five's a lot of attachments. Five on dude. one gun, and you couldn't have a second gun. Five is a lot of attachments, dude. Not really for Black Ops 3, though. It didn't... <laughs> It I was mean, helpful. It's... It was helpful, but because you didn't have all that other stuff, it wasn't that helpful because it was balanced. Pros and cons. I mean, if you want to, that's what I'm saying. With five attachments, but not have a rock launch to take down UAVs. Or if you like that, in Black Ops you. Three, you could only have one gun and then all five attachments. You couldn't have anything else. The only perks you could run were the perks so that you could have more attachments. Yeah. So it was very balanced. I guess. But... So it seems like we're talking about a lot of different things right now. You know. We're... Overall, we're talking about class customization mm -hmm. throughout all the games. You know, you have your weapon system, you have your perk system, you have your lethals, mm -hmm. tactical, um, you know, that's pretty much it. Right. Death streak, maybe. So what, what Call of Duty do you think had the best system overall? You, you, are you going to say Black Ops 3? For customization for weapons? Customization for your class. Hmm. I, I think I might say Modern Warfare 3, because I like that primitive style of saying everyone has this and that, but you can really customize what this and that is. The best thing that ever happened to Call of Duty class customization was in Modern Warfare 3. You had the option to do Assault Streaks, which is where you had to get kills within the same life. Support Streaks, where you could get kills that compiled over every life, but they were different skill streaks. Mm-hmm. Or you could be a specialist and get extra perks from your kill streaks. Mm. That those three options were one of the best things that I ever experienced. Because I was always I was always a get a kill, get killed type of guy in those games. So I would spawn, always die, spawn, would, die, spawn, die. Yeah. No. Oh, but you got a kill. Never mind. Spawn, get one kill, die. Spawn, get <laughs> one kill, die. So I would sit at like a flat 1.0 KD. Yeah. If not a little bit under, I wasn't that good. But Having the ability to get support streaks and kill streaks was kind of like impossible for me in Modern Warfare 2. But Modern Warfare 3 came around, it's like, oh my gosh, I can get a SAM turret and help my team by taking down UAVs and yeah. taking down a, a chopper gunner or something. Right. And then eventually I get to 18 total kills and I get an EMP and it's nice. Yeah, like those MW2, are pretty cool. it's just like. I can get two kills, but I can't get 17. Sorry. Did you... I don't remember if you said it. it was it... Wasn't it that you could have either kill streak or you could have that other... What, what was it called? You either have assault streaks, which assault are streaks. kills within yeah. the same life, which are right. traditional kill streaks. Support streaks, which are... They just track your total kills. Right. And I your number like goes up. The version of the score streak, but between lives. Yes. and and But the difference is... No. It's not, but I, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. So with with the support streaks, if you changed your class, it all resets. Mm -hmm. so That's right. You, so if I got if I have a class 
M4A1, uh, USP45 is my sidearm, and I have a three support streak. I have SAM turret, uh, Stealth Bomber, and EMP were my were the three that I always ran. It was 8 kills, 12 kills, and 17 kills to get those three. If I at any point at 9 kills switched classes to go to an assault class, then all of them would go away. Right, that's so, right. That makes yeah. sense. So it was it, it was balanced, but it also gave players that weren't good enough to get like seventeen kills per life. Mm-hmm. You know, they can get something other than just their base weapons. You right. can get a couple extra kills here and there with like a, a predator missile. Mm-hmm. So you said score streaks. I want to clarify what these are because it's a little different. Kill streaks is you get a kill; it yeah. counts towards your progress it's towards your streak for a kill. Score streaks is you could get points yeah. and then get that thing. Mm-hmm. Right. What is that he, not what it was? Support is solely just kills. Yeah. Score but streaks is like if you capture a point. Lives. Um, between different lives was only support uh, streaks. Okay. You can't well, do that okay. with score streaks. I don't remember support streaks too much then. I, it, I, I, know was, I do, but it's kind of... did that again. It was I don't think so. only in Modern Warfare 3. Yeah, and that makes me so sad to this very day. I forgot about that. Definitely a good feature. I I really forgot about that. Interesting. Specialist was interesting. Did he ever do that again? Um, like perks, especially yeah, perks. Yeah, like two kills, you get a sleight of hand pro or something like that. Yes, they did do that in the newer CODs with Vanguard and Modern Warfare 2, I want to say. Mm. Uh, I'm not too sure, but I think they did something. Maybe not like exactly like that, but they did something different something with the perks. you could like double up on perks in the new Modern Warfare. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was that. it was something yeah. like that. But um, Okay. But then you get to score streaks, which is Black Ops 2 was the first time they did that, right? Yes, and that tracks, I want to say it was either Black Ops 2 or Black Ops 1, but I think it was Black Ops 2. And that's contained within one life. That's the You can get points by destroying a UAV or uh, getting an assist or spotting. I don't know. It depends on the game. Yeah, I think it was like literally any points that popped up on your screen, it mm-hmm. went up, yeah. which I thought was really cool. Um, so what do you think about game chat versus party chat while you're playing call Ooh, party because chat i know modern warfare 2 did a solid job with you could only be in voice chat if you were playing certain game modes like i know yeah. modern warfare 3 did it too if you were gonna join yeah like let's say ground war yeah i think you had to be game chat in game chat yeah. to play ground war same with like search and destroy yes in 1v1s and 2v2s in modern warfare 3 so i think that's what makes those game modes memorable fun little uh fun little tidbit if you played on Xbox 360 for these old games, um, oh, what going into private chat? Yes, you can't. Oh, you can't yeah. be in Xbox group chat, but you can be in a private chat with one other person. So if you were running a duo with one other person in search lobbies, like me and Joey, we could talk to each other and not communicate with the rest of our team, and we'd be good. But we yeah. can't add Josh to that unless we want to pull Josh up on a phone call and speak through one of our mics. Luke, um. You and I used to do that when we yeah. played 2v2 mm-hmm. in World... Or not World War 3. Oh, my gosh. And um, Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. And I think, since we're talking about game modes... Well, I want to answer your question first, Joey. I think party chat is fun when you have a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, for Ground War. Um, but I think when it forces you into, like, game chat for Search and Destroy, I think that is so much fun. Yeah, I think, like, what you're saying, it's definitely memorable. It adds that layer of, okay, now we're, like we're going into it and we have to be strategic about it because once you died you couldn't hear your teammate that died yeah. that was like a feature that they had 
So I thought that was a lot of fun, and I like that concept yeah. and that dynamic. I remember being in, in lobbies where I would be having a conversation. I'm just like, are they left? Are they left? And then he would be like, yeah, they're... Yeah, and they cut off. And it's just like, are you good, bro? And he's not. Yeah. He's clearly not He's good. dead. And then you have to, like, <laughs> 1v5, and then you're quiet. And then once you clutch, everybody's like, yeah, let's go. And yeah. you hear everybody. And it's just yeah. so much fun. Or, or that was or awesome. If you don't clutch the 1v5, you get flamed by yeah. everybody yeah. on your team. Yeah. Despite and the, the other that, team. Despite the fact that they died before you. Yeah, because when the round's over, uh, the other team can also talk at the same time so you guys would be all back and forth like you suck yeah you're trash you're trash and then you clutch in the next round you're like you're quiet now huh yeah the, that was like always oh, so much fun the vocabulary that was used in those lobbies oh, is i learned of some terrible things <laughs> i don't you, but, you know um, what maybe it's a good time to switch off of a, a well, new subject okay one final note i do think that cod would benefit i don't know if they've done it in new games but I think they would benefit from doing um, the same thing that Battlefield games did, which was you could have team chat or you could have squad chat. Mm. So when you're playing Conquest, you have a squad of four, or you can have the whole team of like 32 people. Mm. And if you're in squad chat, you're only on the mic with the other three guys you're playing with, and you guys can orchestrate your assault that way. And it's much less chaotic That's in neat. large lobbies. I don't know if that would really work in COD. You don't think? Because they're... Um... The fights, like, the lobby system is a little bit different. It's more smaller than Battlefield, mm -hmm. and you don't have squads like you yeah. do. But there is, like, Warzone I, I where think, you can have that, but then you can't hear the whole lobby because that wouldn't be. I think the best option is I think they've really refined it well with proximity chat. Yeah. I think that is probably the best iteration of, like, if someone's nearby, if, if you're talking on the mic, and if, if I'm, like, hiding in a building and Josh is right outside, he should be able to hear me. Yeah, that's I think that's a that makes sense. I agree with that. I definitely agree. So proximity chat is it's it's a really cool feature. It's also great for sound bites. It's hilarious. The yeah. amount of YouTube videos I see. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I think back then when game chat was really prevalent, that was around the time when I would actually meet people online and actually be friends with them. Yeah. But also you guys mentioned you hit you had like a fire team chat. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about Cobb, but I'm going to mention Planet Side 2. There's proximity chat, fire team chat, squad mm. chat, platoon mm. chat, upper command chat, Jeez. like global chat. Like there's different command structures of even talking to people to go achieve a victory. Yeah, there's I can go into it, but I'm not going every to. time we, a really good way of communication between people. Every wow. time we record an episode, you sell me on planet side two just a little <laughs> bit free. more. We're going to have to talk about it. One <laughs> of these will. episodes, not tonight, but we will right. um, getting away from kind of voice chat let's talk about a more controversial thing that this could be a whole episode by itself is right. uh supply drops and loot boxes i want to talk about briefly because we probably will do an episode on this as a whole but supply drops and cod what are your what's your stand pay to win bad it? okay pay to win bad that yeah i it. think i think we're on the same page with uh pay to win is bad like if it's purely cosmetics cool you can do whatever you want right if they're super rare cosmetics that are really hard to get cool fine you should never include a platform or a weapon in it. The people, the, the, if there's a paywall behind something, even if it's early, like six months in advance, and then they can get it, mm -hmm. it's just not cool, man. Just give everybody the cool content. Um, it's balanced the, that way too. The one exception I would give to that rule is if the stats aren't different, like the melee weapons in Black Ops. It's just 3, purely physical. It looks yeah, different. That, that's like CS:GO like, skins, right? Because like you can, because you can go and you know you get a knife kill in Black Ops Three. 
Or if you, for whatever reason, have the, the, the boxing gloves, you can switch to your sidearm and you can just like, you're like, yeah. you're like a uh, little Mac and punch. Little out. Mac. <laughs> just walking I, up to Mike Tyson. I would agree and disagree. I liked um, supply drops in Black Ops 3. What they did is after a game, you would get like two or three tokens and you would need 30 to get a supply drop. There is an in-game currency that you could unlock through that. And Advanced Warfare did it as well, but after a match, you would get a supply drop. Um, so I like the system where there is an in-game currency that you keep getting supply drops and you don't have to, like for Apex Legends, you don't have to spend $20 on supply drops. Mm -hmm. The only problem I have with those kind of systems is that, again, there is pay to win in it. So that was kind of a problem. I would be more okay with those systems if there was no way to use physical, like, actual money to get more. Fair. But if it was strictly a grind to unlock things, I would... I'm still not a fan, mm -hmm. but I would be way more okay with it. Yeah, I, I like to stay away from the money aspect for sure. Like yeah. I said, cosmetic, I don't care if it's free or you pay money for it. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Yeah. But when you start adding content behind a money wall... Mm -hmm that people you know people would enjoy so you know people are gonna buy them i don't think that's right so here's my thing luke you said it could be a grind it still can be a grind nobody's saying you have to put the money in to buy it mm -hmm. which i'm sure they understand too but people are gonna spend some level of money for it and i th i do agree with you i think it would be a lot more fun if there's mm -hmm. like some high tier legendary weapon but then if you have to grind for that, there comes a time aspect. Not everyone can put in that time to get that. But, not but they shouldn't even put, put it in, in there. Money. Right, exactly. It's so like it's, a trade-off in a way to me. It's the same deal. And so I, as a whole, supply drops, there hasn't been a game that really perfected supply drops. No. It's always a pay-to-win kind of thing. You so. also have to like take into account of like the the legislation behind that type of stuff. Because yeah. Battlefront 2, we're getting away from COD for a second, Battlefront 2 actually had lawsuits filed against it when mm -hmm. it was released because the, the loot crate system was considered gambling. So EA was in hot water for, like, what, two years? Something like that. I even think it started again to CSGO, too. There's CSGO a lot of laws. A lot of those games. A yeah. lot of laws went behind it. Um, I definitely want to do an episode on that mm -hmm. because yeah. I think there's a lot of content to uh, unravel there. Yeah. I would say that um, I don't think you guys have played this game, but Killing Floor 2 did it pretty good. You know, oh, really? You get that random drop, kind of like CSGO, where you might get a case. You don't need to pay 250 to open it up, though. Mm -hmm. Just boom, open it up. If you get a duplicate item, you can scrap it to make another item. That's how it was That's in Black nice. Ops 3. Like, you didn't really get guns that way. It was all really cool cosmetics so yeah uniforms weapon skins etc nice yeah i i really do want to talk about supply drops because there's a lot of games to get into yeah. that have done it pretty well and that close so i think we'll do that in a different episode yeah. um we'll get back to it there uh what are some other aspects of cod that have been pretty prevalent within the franchise i i was thinking about one i forget it so i need someone to kind of throw something well, out there real quick i the first thing i think of is of excuse me the first thing i think of is is mm. like bonding with other people like if i remember playing a game multiplayer with other dudes dude i'm really good friends with even today call duty series 100 like, that's how i met my buddies was through cod that's like, true it, it reinforced the fact that you're friends with somebody in your real life when you play cod together back in the day you know i completely agree so with that. that that's the biggest thing for me i a definitely there i definitely do like that aspect and especially um people on the other team you can trash talk obviously a lot of people it's more for the fun but yeah. just having that experience of ha being with other people and it's not like kind of goes back to the voice chat 
you're not by yourself. You're mm-hmm. with other people, and it yeah. feels like that. You're as a squad mm-hmm. trying to do this objective, which I yeah. really like. It's like nowadays I'm I get on Discord and I'll talk to people while I solo queue on Rocket League. Yeah, and it's like I'm playing alone, but I'm not alone because I'm talking to like Joey. I'm talking to you, Keegan, Dan, yeah. all, the, all the other guys on the Citadel, right? Um, and it, so it's like that. Before like you know, before I had a PC, it was like if I wasn't in party chat with someone, I wasn't talking to anybody. Yeah, and it's like sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes you need to like turn your brain off, not talk, and just and just absorb the content the game's giving you. But yeah, by and large, it enhances the experience. I agree. I remember what I was gonna say. Progression. Mm. Yes, leveling system, but also camo progression as well. Okay. So, I'll, we'll start with just progression uh, leveling up mm-hmm. as a whole. Luke, thoughts? Level seventy, perfect cap to prestige. Reset. Get one token. Go to level seventy again. You think seventy is the best level? I thought that that was the one of the best things about like because I played a lot of MW two and a lot of MW three, and I played MW three. Those last ten levels to get to eighty, they're tough, but they're right. always tough in like every game. But it feels more tough. But like yeah. after I spent it definitely so feels much a lot time longer. getting to seventy in MW two, I was like seventy is like the perfect number because I feel like I have done the adequate hours to be able to prestige mm-hmm. and you know prestiging is kind of garbage because like all you get is the recognition that you made it all the way up to level 70 i love you it get, you get one emblem and one title and that is all the rewards you get in mw2 you get a lot of bragging rights over other people the like, rewards people look for, up to you people used to look that up is to you fair for what that is fair the rewards for it were definitely very lackluster at the mm. time um but it was more of a social thing yeah yeah um wow. for world war call of duty world war ii uh during different prestiges, you unlock different camos that you could actually see, mm. which was a good feature. It yeah. added a little layer to it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that level 55 was the best. That's also And fair. I think it was COD 2, or not COD 2, Black Ops 2 that introduced the level 55. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that's like just a solid, perfect number. Yeah, I think I think it's hard to say like level-wise. Yeah, I mean... You get 50 XP for a kill in this game and 100 in this, and then it scales in different ways. It's all exponential growth. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know? That's I, true. I, I'm, let's, let's take away from the leveling a little bit. Yeah. Do you like unlocking your weapons when you get to a certain level, or do you like grinding for a weapon? Do you like getting to level, then buying the weapon? Personally, I like just getting the weapon. Just certain level. Me. I'm going to say certain level. Like how Modern Warfare 2 did it. Like you get to a level, you can use that weapon. Yeah, most game, most CODs are doing like you get to a certain level, you get that gun. And then if you prestige and it resets, you have to unlock it again. Yeah. I like that system. Um, I think a system that was terrible was Black Ops 1 with the money system. Oh. You had to buy yeah. stuff. Oh. That was terrible. But when you get unlocked tokens and you're able to unlock what you want, mm. that's pretty nice. Oh, also with the prestiges, you get a prestige token that you can permanently unlock stuff. Yeah. Not, forgot until, about that. not until not until the later three. Right. 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 But so I'm it, saying there was another yeah. aspect to mm-hmm. that. Um, um but yeah, what what would yours be? The best oh, for like leveling system? Yeah. I love my favorite is the way that Modern Warfare Two did it. Is you unlock the gun via getting kills and XP and just rising through the levels. But my favorite thing one of my favorite things about Black not Black Ops, Modern Warfare Two was the fact that your attachments, you had specific goals you had to do to get those attachments. Mm-hmm. In order to get FMJ, or uh, extended mags, you had to get 40 bullet penetration kills. So you had to shoot through sheet metal or something that's thin and get a kill that way. 
And you had to do that 40 times in order to get extended mags. Mm -hmm. Now it's just like, okay, get your weapon level to 30. And then you'll yeah, get extended about mags. That. Yeah. Right. Like the passive reactive challenges you yeah. kind of do. Because it's uh, kind of hard to do it on purpose. You yeah. Could, you could, but you, you definitely can't, could. You can't get the shotgun attachment until you get 40 kills with a grenade launcher. Which probably enraged a lot of people. I don't know if I really like that concept of having to do challenges to unlock attachments. I think I it, think it would be good if it was just XP. I, it does. It definitely does add a layer, but that kind of goes into the camo progression in the later games. I'll, I'll tell you why because I think it adds an element of you are forced to completely master that weapon in order yeah, to in true. order to unlock everything. It's not just a hey. I found this build online for the M4A1, and I need these five attachments, and once I get them, I don't need anything else. I can just run that. I can get infinite kills, and just, and that's all I need to do with the weapon. That's true. Whereas, like, in MW2, it's just like, okay, I need to figure out situationally how can I put my attachment to the best level to where I can get grenade kills, or I can get shotgun kills, or I can get kills with a um, holographic sight on. So there's there's situational aspects where it makes you play differently, and it makes you a better player because of that. Mm. I, I like that. I like that. I like that instead of saying, hey, you need to, you need to get 300 XP with yeah. FMJ to get extended mags. But it's making you go out and do something more challenging, like shooting people through walls to be yeah. able to get that. Mm -hmm. I think it when you unlock it, it means more. Like it it's does. a meaningful progression. I, I think I like about the progression systems. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's, it's yeah. meaningful. I will tell you right now. I only ever, and then it also resets when you prestige. Mm -hmm. I only ever got extended mags for one gun in the entirety of the hours really? that I played in Modern Warfare Two because it's so difficult. It's so rare to find a situation where you can get a bullet penetration kill. Yeah. And I, I, I got it on the M4A1. And that was it. I was going to clap, but I don't know how loud that's going to be in the <laughs> mic. So that's impressive, though, because oh. you don't... It's like you put in all this time, but you still can't unlock it because mm -hmm. it's just like you have to really yeah. know that gun. You're, yeah. always, you're always looking for that scenario of just like, ooh, I hope he crawls behind that sheet metal so, that's I, can, true. so I can get a kill. You guys were talking about mastery. Yeah. And how it feels rewarding. Mm -hmm. But... I kind of go in the direction of camos then for that. So okay. I'm going to talk a, like a few minutes, not a few minutes, but a little <laughs> bit. We had gold, gold camo. That's a staple of the Call of Duty series. You unlock a gold camo for doing a set of challenges or getting XP and leveling that weapon up. And then in Black Ops 2, we got um, a, a, a really good camo system where there were challenges. You had to get like 10 headshots, then 20, then 30. And then there were new sets of challenges where you had to do like get two, uh, 10 double kills five bloodthirsties yeah. and do this. And then you would unlock gold. And then it was like, wow, this is a challenge. I have to go for this and actually try to do it. And then if you unlocked gold for like all assault rifles, you got diamond mm -hmm. and it felt super rewarding. You're like, wow, I just mastered this entire class. And you can see that on the gun and everybody can see that. It's not like people can't see my extended mags. It's no one really knows. And then Black Ops 3 did it perfectly. I'm a fanboy for Black Ops 3. They made Dark Matter, which was if you get gold for every single gun in the game, you get this awesome animated cool Dark Matter camo where everybody would know, wow, he 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 grinded did all, everything. He grinded, he yep. did all these challenges and he mastered all these weapons. He knows how to play the game and play with these weapons. I need to know, Josh, how did it feel 
amazing you, when you unlock dark matter i bet it feels good it's so good i've done it, it for to. three games now maybe that's two or so, three that's um, so many hours i did it for i don't even remember black ops 3 black ops 4 and maybe one other one. i don't remember which one though mm-hmm. but um it's just a nice feeling once you get it you're like <sighs> yeah finally but it's not like a hassle it's mm. not like you have to spend a ton of time it probably takes maybe four hours of gameplay to get one gun gold if you really just play a lot it's gonna go quicker but um Mm -hmm. definitely a rewarding thing people saw that camo and they're like wow this guy's just he's got the best camo in the game um yeah and it's it's just really really cool black ops 4 i think did it really well with the mastery camos where as you got kills in game the camo would change it would get like spikier change colors and stuff like that and they had rainbow diamond which was even cooler but uh that aspect is very cool cool. but i'm gonna take a different side i'm gonna disagree okay i i don't really like the fact that i have to use every single assault rifle to get all my assault rifles diamond like for me okay yeah i don't really like the repetitive challenges for each gun like hey if you're doing assault rifles you need 15 long shots that's true every single assault rifle it's kind of boring it's different Mm. though in the newer games for modern warfare shotguns will have a different challenges from assault rifles so they started to kind of perfect it getting there but even in modern Mm. warfare it's a little too much and in modern warfare 2 they almost perfected it but it's now it's too easy so they're they're like going back and forth and trying to figure it out but i do understand like you you kind of want to be like I don't if i master one gun yeah if you master one gun you get gold but you could also be like i just want to play with this gun and also just get diamond for that one gun and also dark matter for that one gun yeah like yeah well maybe dark matter is a little crazy sure sure sure. i have to do something crazy for sure i might have i see what you're saying though at least for if you're going to use one like i don't want to use stuff that i don't want to use i want to have a good time when i play the game yeah i completely i never strive to get dark matter even diamond although it was cool yeah, you know, some people I'd be playing with in Discord. I'd be on a different game at that point because I'm tired of Call of Duty already. That's He's understandable. Like, oh, I, gotta, I gotta get this assault rifle gold so I can get diamond. I'm like, dude, diamond's done. I think for Black Ops Three, it was one of those things where um, it was just I was playing it a lot and I was like, I might as well just go for something. Mm-hmm. And it was a yeah. challenge. And you said you don't like playing with all those guns, and that's true. I don't like playing with all of them. I hated doing rocket launchers. It's the yeah. worst mm. thing. But um, it's something that feels very rewarding and you want to keep doing it after you get it once mm. once i got the first dark matter i was like i want to keep grinding i just it's so much fun to do i Shit. can at least say that it probably makes you a better call of duty player understanding every single weapon platform yeah because you know how to counter it 100 for sure so, i agree I, with that i will say the uh this will probably make you mad josh the only gun i ever got gold in modern warfare 2019 Take a oh, guess. No. Uh, in 2019? Yeah. Oh, uh, was it a shotgun? No. Um, M4? No. M4 was good at that game. Oh, no, once I, I hear it, it I'm going to be mad. I know it. Was it the knife or something? It was the knife. Are the you only- serious? Yeah. How did you even do- Never mind. Ship- <laughs> shipment 24-7 uh, riot shield knife. Yep, that'll do it. <laughs> that, dude. Well? Even that, that we're talking about, one more thing before we probably wrap up this episode, because we are, there's so much to talk about. Um... I want to talk about modes real quick. Yeah. What do you think is the best mode for a Call of Duty style of gameplay? Search. Search? Search and destroy. So I I'm surprised uh, you say that, actually. I think it's evolved. I think search, yeah, that was number one. Like, 
I'm gonna go back to it again. Original Modern Warfare Two, yeah. search and destroy, yeah. getting 500 points. Very meaningful progression for your leveling system. Um, the play style of it is still pretty cool, but there's no real reward to playing it anymore. Mm. It's not as fun, I don't think. Right. Uh, Domination's great. Capture the flag is awesome. Headquarters is really cool. Um, Party modes, one yeah. in the chamber, infected, all those fun oh, modes. That's cool. Yeah. I'm not super into those arcade. Yeah. Arcade-y, arcade-y They're styles, fun every now and yeah, then. One of the chambers yeah. was great in that one was uh, Black fun. Ops 1. I agree. 1911. That. Cracked. That was so awesome. So good. You were about like to say hard point. What's up? Hardpoint? Yeah, I think Hardpoint's better than HQ. I agree um, with that. I think HQ is a... Oh, there's Demolition. Demolition's good. Oh, I forgot about like that. It's kind of like Rush and Battlefield. Rush and Battlefield, yeah. Yeah. That, was, that one was okay. That I was like... Um, in the newer CODs, I, me and Luke have been liking 1v1s and 2v, 2v2s and 3v3s. Gunfight. Gunfight, that's what it's called. Um, such a good I, mode it's i like that because it's pre-made classes you don't get to choose what you're using and so whenever it's like 3v3 snipers only me and josh are all over that because it's, it's so, so much, much fun. fun it is so much fun and yeah. the maps are smaller they're the condensed maps for gunfight and everybody has the same loadout yeah. so it's pretty it's very balanced it's mm-hmm. just dependent on skill at that point which I would, is fun i would play back in 2019 when we were playing a lot of modern warfare in 2019 was Every single person that was good was rocking the MP5 or the M4A1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. And yeah. then you play gunfight, and it's just like, wow, there's other guns in this game. It's crazy. Yeah, and it was just the maps were fun. They were smaller. Mm-hmm. It was more intense. Uh, and then when the timer went down, you'd have to capture a flag, and it yeah. added another layer to it. Oh, I such think, a, I think um, they just added it in Modern Warfare 2. Good, I'm going to start playing Modern Warfare 2. I'm going to start playing it because of that. Um, I think... Yeah, great times. I think I'm with Joey. Back in the days of MW2, MW3-ish, Search and Destroy was number one. Mm, I agree. I think Gunfight is it right now for me for the new games um, because of what we talked about. It's balanced. It's condensed. You can play it with only two friends. You don't have to have this big group of people in order Mm -hmm. to play, and you don't have to deal with you know playing with a bunch of randoms you just pick up. Yeah. Which I don't know. For any of our viewers, if you prefer playing with randoms to playing with your friends... I, I want to hear your perspective because I, I don't think I've ever met anyone who like enjoys solo queuing. I like solo queuing. You do? I do. So I have met someone who enjoys solo queuing. I'm indifferent. We can we could talk about that on a different episode. Yeah. Because that could be a whole thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I have so many different points that I could talk about. We'll get there. But um I would say my I I would agree with Joey again. In the early age of Call of Duty Search and Destroy, mm-hmm. um, in the middle era, I would say domination, and then now I'd say gunfight. Okay. I agree with everything yeah. you guys so, said. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all I gotta say with the modes. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's all I got. Any uh, wow. concluding thoughts? Call of Duty. Call of Duty it will change my life forever. The crazy thing is, is that we've only like touched the surface on most things. Yeah, I mean, we, mm-hmm. we'll there's so much more. Again. There's yeah, a whole ranking system. Warzone. Warzone. SBMM. Warzone. Didn't even get to that. Oh, oh SBMM. SBMM. Anyways. Uh, anyways. <laughs> okay. anyways. Anyway. Anyway. Well, we hope you all enjoyed it today. Um, yeah. That was a really good conversation about Call of Duty. So yeah. thank you all for tuning in. What you guys want to say anything else? We appreciate you guys sticking with us through the marathon. This was a long one. So yeah, this is uh, one of the longest episodes we've had. Um, thank you guys for staying with us to the end. If you have yeah. stayed us with, stayed with us till the end, make sure to leave a like, follow, and stay in tune with our uh, upcoming episodes. And thank this you guys. has been the Gaming Goons Podcast, episode number nine, guys. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. See you, boys. See you.